Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. We're coming out because it's Pride Month, honey. And after a very long fun weekend. What a way to kick off the week. Now, AJ Gibson is not here. He's wedding uh, venue shopping. Is that how you would say? What are, what are you talking about? I'm here. I'm here, Michaela. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm AJ, here. is that you? Oh, yeah, just, oh my God, no, you just said, you looked a little bit and different I, today. Nah, it's I, Oh, it's so weird. Uh-huh. I shrunk <laughs> a few inches. Oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we got Dr. James Simmons guest co-hosting today. I hello, love hello. you. Oh, I love you more. I'm so happy. I haven't seen you. When's the last time we saw each other for an in-person hug? Legit pre-pandemia. Over like, a year. Honestly, yeah. But you had a lot of reunions because you went to your first party this weekend. I know. This was so exciting. It was a whole, like, show your vaccination card, send us a text beforehand, like, there's only 20 people, everyone's going to be vaccinated, backyard of someone's house, super fancy, super fun, and I, like, walk in and I'm like, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm just giving people hugs and kisses. Super emotional. I know. I got to see, I feel like I worked a lot more than I wanted to this weekend, which is fine, but I saw um, some of my very best friends who I've not seen in over a year, Mm. and I was like... I don't even know how to interact with you. Can I just hug you for five minutes? Right, right, because right. I'm so happy. And it's weird because you know we do the gays. We kiss, right? Yeah. Like, so And so you're like, are we there yet? Like, can I go in for the kiss? Are we doing the side cheek thing? Are yeah. we doing the like, T- tongue like, or no tongue? T- like, <laughs> what are the boundaries? Am I just slobbing you down <laughs> the second I see you because I haven't seen you in a year? Yeah, it's I a, know. It's a thing. But God bless vaccination. I know. It's so great. I'm so happy to see the world opening up and also just in the perfect time uh, as we celebrate Pride Month. However, this weekend we had a really big loss within our community that we're going to discuss in What Did I Miss? Also, some of our childhood icons are coming out out um and then we're having a really big conversation about uh, a terrible line of questioning that happens to a lot of lesbians we're Mm. celebrating the l all week for Mm -hmm. our lgbtq community and uh and we're going to talk about it and then a politician apparently faked being gay so we're going to discuss that because <laughs> why? Cause, because the, obviously this is where we are. That in politics feels right. Yeah, right Happy now. Pride yeah. Month. Let's fake being gay. <laughs> right. That's, so that that's I can the win way to do it. Political office. Okay. Yeah, that's, it's really great. It's a thing. Uh-huh. And then Doc Halligan is joining us to talk pets on puppy weight loss. When you need to know if your pet's getting too, maybe you should give me some tips on how to get skinny. Well, I ate so much this weekend, <laughs> D- dude. Ate and drank her honey. O M. F. Were you eating good? That much. And because I, I was back in Nebraska before this. Oh, that's right. And so there right. is no health 
to be had in Nebraska. Like, I totally get it. And then I come back here to, like, slam into this little party. Yeah. And then my husband's like, oh, like, I'm going to cook all these things. And, babe, I bought champagne and, like, whatever. And so I'm like, sure. Yeah, do it all. Why not? Like, well, you were in Nebraska for a week. Yes. And then that was really into And it was really stressful. Like, I was moving my parents into independent living, which, by the way, is like a cruise ship on land. This oh, is the most the dope nicest. place ever. There's this place in Vegas where a friend of ours lives, her parents. It's like Sunrise Valley or something. Uh-huh, it's like you can get like your own golf cart. Yeah, like yeah. it's so nice. And I was like, um, we're poor. Like, <laughs> how does this even work? Like, did y'all just come into some money and I didn't even realize yes. or whatever? My mom just like winks and nods and like carries a box into her new place. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, like, I'm like, oh, thank you. You did, and you're spending it on your cruise on land. I love it. Anyways, That's actually it. so they interesting. Totally I would it. like to look into these uh, older assisted living places. Well, it's not assisted living, though. They no, just right now there. it's independent living. So they'll like, someone will take them to the grocery store. There's like people around to kind of check on them, but otherwise they like can do everything on their own, but as they get older and when they can't, they can sort of transition in that little area. And I can't believe this is something at 42 years old I am excited about. Le- like, I'm like, I can't wait for the big gay I, version of this. But I'm like, can I go at 33? Like, can you, can everyone take care of me? Bowling alley, movie theater, ice cream store. Bye. Like, oh my God. Just all the, they have like cribbage club and bridge club and parties and there's a saloon. There's a like saloon. some 92 year old bartender just like slinging drinks twice a week. Not a 92 year old bartender. We're making this a segment tomorrow. I want to know everything. <laughs> I want to know everything. It was amazing. I Get know. your mother on the phone. Maybe we'll interview her. Oh my God, my mom, she would never stop talking. You think I'm bad? You think I talk too much? She's worse. But we I can have totally to get my mother on the phone and talk about this. It'd be great. Well, we have a great show for you. So for now, <laughs> retirement communities. Retirement. Well, welcome That's to the morning beat. The big news. All right. Well, in other news, uh, news on the beat, the sponsor of Tennessee's new law requiring signs that warn customers trans shoppers can use the bathroom in their new establishment is warning small business owners they could go to jail if they don't follow the law. Representative Tim Rudd had previously told fellow legislators that the law does not provide any fines or penalties at this point. Now he's pointing out that it would actually be a Class B misdemeanor if small business owners don't post the signs within 30 days. Punishment for breaking the law would include a $500 fine and jail time. The lawmaker says he was telling the truth because the provision itself doesn't include a penalty, but it was inserted into a chapter of existing building codes that make non-compliance with smoke alarm or plumbing regulations that uh, does have penalties. Now, the bill was almost uh, unanimously approved by Republicans and opposed by Democrats. It was part of the slate of hate championed by the state GOP that included multiple laws meant to harm the LGBTQ community. Mm. What even is that? I can't. All of this. And, and to celebrate Pride Month, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's On awful. top of all of this, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's do a little weather. It's going to be 106 in Indio. Oh, hot. 97 in Sacramento, 70 in St. Louis, 72 in Buffalo, 81 in Seattle, and 84 in Miami. It's nice. Now, will you please give us a vibe of the day? I am very excited about the vibe of the day because I judge AJ for his. Just, yes, you just, should judge him. AJ's actually Destroy listening. him with your absolutely, vibe of the day. For the next two days, I'm just going <laughs> to destroy your co-host. Well, he can't. He's not here to defend himself. Vibe of yeah. the day. Stop being a, quote, good person at the expense of your heart. Oh. Yeah, just let that that. settle in a little bit here. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday, everybody. All right, well, coming up, we had a major loss this weekend in our community, and we discuss in What Did I Miss next. So what did I miss? 
to the morning beat. Now we are back after a very long weekend. Uh, Dr. James Simmons is joining us today Who's and tomorrow. Who's, Who's that, that guy? guy? I don't know, some doctor who calls Who's in who knows a lot of stuff. Girl? I know. I, know. Who's that I love that I I get I wonder like uh interview myself sometimes. Like I wonder how annoying it is. Like, oh god, Dr. James is calling and he's gonna drone what? on about COVID or something. No, you're it's, brilliant. I uh, love hearing you talk. Hey, sometimes you know, I just like, don't know the words you're using. And then I'm like, <laughs> AJ, what does that mean? He's like, like, I don't know, just Google it. Just right. What does that mean? Well, so it's kind of nice to be here and just talk about other things. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, we're going we're gonna to do some, you know, medically things later on uh, today and tomorrow, of course. But yeah. it's kind of nice to just uh, shoot the mm-hmm, shoot the stuff. stuff yeah. Well, as we're headed into Pride Weekends, I'm so happy to be doing this with you. Uh, but a lot happened this weekend. And what did I miss? So sad. Jeffrey Sanker, the founder of White Party passed away on Friday after a long battle with liver cancer. Now, I didn't even know that he was sick. I've never met him, but obviously mm-hmm. being, you know, a part of the community and uh, I would go to Dinah Shore and he would have white parties. So it was uh, like parties that just were across the street from each other. Right. He did so much. How, when you get diagnosed with liver cancer, do you, is it a long battle? It, it For some people, it can, it can be a really long battle. And I, I think that was one of the surprises to a lot of the folks in the community was that a lot of people did not know that that he was sick and had been for so long. Um, li- liver cancer can be sort of a, a long, uh, uncomfortable, you know, not in a good way. So we hope that that was not necessarily the case for Jeffrey, for sure. Those of you who, who may not know, Jeffrey Sanker is sort of a uh, eponymous. Is that a right word? Can I use that word? This yeah, morning, I mean, I don't know what it means. Early, it sounds like yeah. hippopotamus, but, uh, I'm gonna like, let you, uh, but you're the doctor. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Still doesn't mean I know the word, the right words. Uh, white party, um, New Year's Eve celebrations in Los Angeles, Miami, and Rio. The only white party, which I've been to a few times in Orlando. Have you been Orlando's, to white party? Uh, Orlando's gay days. I've never been to white party. You never went. No, never no. did white party. I don't. You know, I don't. Nah. Is it the circuit parties? Is that what it is for you? I've just done, like not I've into it. I've done a few circuity things, but it's not wasn't always necessarily my scene. But a, a drum indelible, I'm going to use another big word, impact on the community, Yeah. period. Not just Palm Springs, not just Southern California, but like the the queer sort of dance, free yourself, party community, say what you will about it, but had an unbelievable impact on that. And it is sad, uh, incredible, incredibly tragic loss at the beginning of Pride Month. Yeah, of course. So we sent uh, you know, our love, of course, uh, to his family. And it's going to be interesting. I always find it interesting how they continue or have they planned to continue to go on? Because right now, this weekend closed out his white party in Puerto Vallarta. Mm-hmm. And how do you move forward when the owner, uh, the founder, passes away? Do you continue on in their legacy? Right. You know, it's we'll see how it goes. How does how does that work? Or, or do you you know pivot and do do something different? You know, it would remains to be seen. But like you said, uh, Michaela, our our our. Not thoughts and prayers, but our true, genuine love and thanks and support to, to the family and the loved ones of Jeffrey Sanko. Of course. All right, this story's crazy. You talk a lot about getting vaccinated, and we've talked about it from the beginning of the pandemic, but there's a hat shop in Nashville apologizing now for their insensitivity after facing backlash for selling merchandise that many have described as anti-Semitic. Uh, they were choosing to sell Star of David patches bearing the words not vaccinated. Now, as we know, and as a Jewish woman during the Holocaust, Nazis forced Jewish people in Europe to wear Star of David patches to publicly identify them as a means of persecution. Now, they did come out making a statement. In no way did we intend to trivialize the Star of David or disrespect what happened to millions of people. That is not who we are and what we stand for. We apologize for the insensitivity. Yeah, I mean, look, I I get it. You want people to get vaccinated and you don't want to like publicly destroy them. However, maybe not the Star of David. 
Okay, how about like maybe <laughs> that that's not seems, the call? That just seems so like incredibly. How how would you not know that that you're using the Star of David and making this like sort of not so vague like comparison? Like, are you kidding me? And then to come out with this and be like, this is not the person that I am, and this I, is not what like, I stand okay, well, for. Then like, who are you? Yeah, because that's weird. And then, and, and I get it. That's fine. Like, I right. My whole thing about all of this has been meet people where they are. Right. I know people have vaccine. We've talked about it here on the show. Yeah. People have vaccine hesitancy, and and some of those fears fears are real, and we need to talk about them and meet people where they are. Fine. But if you're gonna politicize this thing by making a patch to sell to people that's like proudly saying not vaccinated because I'm not running around wearing my patch that says proudly vaccinated. Yeah. Right. Like I just get to go to parties. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't. But well, and listen, if you're going to do that. There's a Florida there's a Florida promoter who uh, held a concert and for people that are vaccinated he charged them $18 and for people that were not vaccinated he charged them $1,000. <laughs> so people that like listen they're going to get they're going to get paid back. If right. you're not vaccinated, you're going to feel it. But I don't think the Star of David was um, no. as impactful as maybe they wanted. I just love the music. That's not the kind of people we are. Yeah, it's not. And and real quick before we go, I think this one is, uh, we, we definitely have to talk about this. And what did you miss? A new campaign by Spain's Postal Service was sort of intended to like condemn racism. Completely backfired. Long story short, they had different stamps for different skin tones. Oh okay. My God, why? Do you know where I'm going with this right now? Why? But when you look at the stamps, the lighter stamps were worth more money than the darker colored stamps. <laughs> Justin's dying in the background. Michaela's face mortified. is frozen. Can you believe well, we that? We just got out of a story about wearing a Star of David that right. says not vaccinated, and now you've got lighter stamps. Being being more, worth more, worth more, uh huh, than darker. This stamp. is literally why we have what did I miss? Because this, I, it's unbelievable information. You're and, like not in 2021, right. not in the start of Pride Month. You would think these are actual stories, and from an actual full on country, like sponsored, like Spain's like postal nobody, service. Like nobody was like, hey Spain, um, maybe this <laughs> what, isn't the maybe move. this is a thing not that we should think person? about. Yeah, that's what yeah. always blows me away. I'm like, how did not one person uh-huh. be like? But this, there's nothing wrong with the system. This no, is this, weird. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. This isn't the. <laughs> maybe maybe roll back the idea. I just was sort like, of like, can we like revisit this? Yeah. Um, well, you we were sitting there having back. a coffee, looking at the paper as they were pitching it to you. Like, what happened in the pitch meeting? That yeah, they were like, right. it's the stamps for us. It, let's it is. Do and, it. and let's make the lighter ones more expensive. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah that works. Why don't you so just works. make them scratch and sniff while you're at it? Like, why don't we just. Keep it even more overboard. <laughs> thank you, Spain. Thank you. Thank you, Spain. Wow. All right, wow. coming up, uh, some of our childhood icons are coming out just in time for Pride Month, and we've got the details coming up next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 12- 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, AJ's out today. Are you freaking out? I so many emotions just like overcame me with that music, Justin. How dare you? How dare you? Uh, I love it. Yes, AJ Gibson is gone. We kicked him out of uh, the studio this week and for today and tomorrow, it is my joy and honor and privilege to be guest co-hosting with you, Michaela Gordon. I gotta tell you something though. You're good, man. You're pro. <laughs> well, thank you very yeah, much. Listen, Thanks. it's hard waking up at 6 a.m. Getting, uh, getting into the studio at 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. And you're just on it. Well, it's because so- Justin did all my prep. I literally walked in at 5.59. I know. <laughs> no, our producer is amazing, and our producer yeah. has been dying for us to do this story. Okay, we all love Rugrats. Obviously, our childhood mm. uh, depended on it. But Rugrats is making a comeback, and uh, they're doing the reboot with a mom that's now an open lesbian. It's Phil and Lil's mom, Betty. Yeah, She's a lesbian. She, I mean, we kind of knew that Betty was a little bit back in the day, right? She was- Lesbian! Well, they were lesbian. They were they were hinting towards it, right? They were like, oh, she was, well, stereotypically. Remember, she was like always working out. She had on like the the female symbol, right? right? And whatever. Right. She had like the shorter haircut. Like, uh-huh. and, and now her they're husband going full was like in. a little more feminine. Mm-hmm. So they were like mm-hmm. trying to say, but I didn't even think about that growing up. I didn't even think about sexuality. I was just like, I love Phil and Lil and I wish I was a twin. Right. Like, I also loved Angelica. I thought she was a nightmare. I, see, and I hated Angelica. I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I would literally watch just to be like, okay, there has to be like Tommy and everyone has to figure out a way to like take over Angelica because she's so mean. But also Angelica's mom was a boss. Remember how she uh-huh. had like her flip flown and she was like always working and like making things happen. <laughs> it was a like, great representation, honestly. It it's totally probably was. that's probably who my role model is, Angelica's mom. I like walk around with my flip phone now. Doing your whole thing. The only thing I have to say about this is I'm not a super fan of this new CGI kind of like animation stuff. Yeah. I kinda wish it was old school animation. But I'm still going to watch anyway because I'm still, you know, eight. Uh, Yeah, me too. And I love it. And I'm so excited. Uh, Even though it's controversial for so many, I think it's really great representation. I mean, it's like me and Lisa. That's what we're going to look like. Yeah. And if we do IVF the right way, we might have a Phil and Lil. So (laughs) it all all matches. You have to name them Phil and Lil. Phil and Lil. I'm like, Dr. James, we had twins. (laughs) Phil and Lil. Duh. Duh. Uh, Okay, well, this TV anchor uh, is making claims uh, about another very famous character that has come out, possibly he thinks is gay. Take a listen to what he had to say. I think General Mills has a gay leprechaun, right? Well, my producer Carly asked me, is that leprechaun really gay? I said, I don't know, maybe. He wears high-heeled shoes, prances around in tights. Leads me to believe probably that little Lucky Charm leprechaun might be gay. But here's the thing. For those of you that want to vilify me for those comments, right, right there, aren't you just as offended by the flamboyant rainbow hearts and glitter as a symbol of gayness? Um, okay, that's Grant Stinchfield from Newsmax. I mean, you're more familiar with Newsmax than I am. I didn't realize it was so much more hardcore. <laughs> Don't let anyone 
it misinterpret those words out of Michaela know, Gordon's okay, mouth okay, right okay. now. Not- <laughs> <laughs> Michaela Gordon's like, Dr. James loves Newsmax. He watches it all the time. Like, Grant Stinchfield is my favorite I mean, anchor do you ever, like you guys. Love him or I, he's like, great. I like stalk him on Insta. No, so listen, Kellogg's came out with their Together for Pride. Surprise, a corporate entity has a Pride version of something for Pride Month, right? So say what you will about that. I'm sure we will talk about it at some point, but they released a limited edition cereal, one of the many products, right? And so this is what he chooses to go on and on about. It was a limited edition of Lucky Charms. Well, no, I think it was, uh, yeah, Lucky Charms. And then he goes on and on about how the leprechaun's gay and there's there's rainbows and stars and all of these things because the leprechaun's trying to change, make your kids gay Yeah, that's breakfast. what's happening here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's just eat your Lucky Charms and then be gay. It's so <sighs> funny to me because... People just get so offended for no re. I mean, like, so what? Your kid turns out gay. Like, I think it's it's gonna be okay. <laughs> it's totally and it's fine. not because of a leprechaun. I ate Lucky Charms. Oh well, well. Hold I on. mean, <clears throat> well now hold I won't, on. I won't say I I do, will not disclose whether or not I ate Lucky Charms. But I do. What I do love is that he goes out. He wears high heeled shoes, prances around in tights. Leads me to believe, dude, it's a leprechaun. <laughs> This is what leprechauns wear. Like, this is not a specific... He's not in Jimmy Choo's, right? Like, this is a leprechaun in green shoes. Like, this yeah. is what leprechauns do. I'm sorry, you can't... That's that's a jump even for Newsmax. That's a jump that Lucky Charms are turning your kids gay. Grant, we need to have a conversation about well, this. Well, but also, a lot of men, and I think people forget this, heels actually started with men. They were, did you know this? No. High heels were not for women. High heels were made for men so that they appeared taller. Oh. And this, a million years (laughs) ago. So high heels were not even for women and then women started wearing them and they became later on Uh now for women. The leprechaun is just trying to wear, he wants to look taller. That's all. It, this <laughs> is normal just for just him. trying to be, just, or do his like river dance or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's all he wants to yeah. do. Show off his lean green legs. Like, Hello. let the man live. I know. Let him do what he's got <laughs> to do. Alone. Okay. Grant's just jealous. God, Grant. Get a grip. It's a, I love how you said. <laughs> it's a leprechaun. <laughs> this is what they do. <laughs> Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's Pride Month. And as a gay radio station, Pride for us is 365 days, but it's nice for everyone in the world to have to acknowledge that we are gay. Well, you right now, we are gay. We're so gay. So gay. And Justin, every now time we come in, you need a gay anthem to come in. Like I know you started off really strong with I'm Coming Out. But that's that's sort of like a gimme, right? So um, yeah. I need you to do your job oh, and oh. come in with like gay anthems every time. Yeah, okay? and as a straight man, you have to do it, and you just have to know them every single time. Like we're not yes. going to tell you what the gay anthems are. We're I'll, just I'll gonna... try to find one next for the next segment, and I'll we'll we'll see where no, we can go from there. Yeah, make this great. There is no try. Only make do. it happen. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, coming up now, what in what's popping? We love Nina West. She's been mm-hmm. on the show multiple times, uh, constantly promoting some fabulous things she's doing. Here's what she had to say the last time she was on our show. You want to lead for other people who don't necessarily either have the strength or the ability or aren't in the position to do so at that point in time in their life. I mean, you both do that every single morning. And when you, you know, you talk to people and you you have these conversations that are sometimes tough, but someone listening somewhere is being impacted very powerfully by what you're sharing every single day on the show. Now, uh, we love her and she's doing a big, I don't know any other drag queens that literally are like with Lane Bryant, Dolly Parton. <laughs> 
teaming up with like huge people, but now they're teaming up with, uh, she's teaming up with Blue's Clues. Uh, if you remember, it was one of my childhood favorites. I thought I was an investigator. Like I was like, I had a job and I was like, we need to figure this out, everybody. But let's go. And yeah. did you put on your little spectacles and yeah, like go like I do did. the whole thing? I did. My grandma had this notepad. I draw a circle and I was like, come on, everybody. But there was like nobody behind me. I was like, let's go. Of course. Of course. Uh, it's sort of like now. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> just Michaela has an imaginary entourage with her at all times. Like, I'm it's learning true. this in the first hour of the show. It's, it's kind of amazing. True. God bless Nina West, though, for doing all of this and all of those things. And this goes to show you that niceness pays off, right? Yep. It absolutely pays off because Nina West is the nicest person. Miss Congeniality, right? Of whatever Everything. season she was. So well, we have some fantastic. audio of Blue's Clues. Take a listen. Hey, Blue. Look at all these families. Hi, families. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two mommies. They love each other so proudly. And they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching two by two, Oh, my God. If you were in studio right now, you would literally look at me and James. And we literally, like... Grabbed our chest and we're like, right. oh, I <laughs> This family has two mommies. They Hurrah. love each other so Hurrah. proudly. Oh, I can't. Nina's so great. It's I love so every sweet. minute of this, Nina. Congratulations, honey. Yeah, congratulations, Nina. We love you. Now, coming up, uh, it's Pride Month. And we're starting this week off strong with uh, big conversations about lesbian women. And unfortunately, there's a lesbian victim of sexual assault who uh, was asked some very inappropriate things in the courtroom. Things I don't think that you would normally ask people not in our community. Uh, we have our thoughts, obviously, in the next hour. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's Pride Month, and we've got Dr. James Simmons kicking it off with us. Now, you challenged our producer, Justin, Mm -hmm. in the last hour. Mm Mm-hmm. For good cause. Why don't you explain what happened? Yeah, so it's, I mean, it's Pride Month, right? And so Justin came strong, real hard, the at the very beginning with like, uh, I'm coming out, first song. But then he, we came into the next like three segments with nothing and it's Pride Month and nothing. it's the first day of Pride Month. So I challenged Justin to continue the gay anthems and icons as we come out of every single break, and this was this was good, solid B plus. I feel like Gaga's a little yeah, bit of like it's a, a little on the nose. 
Well, yeah, like it's like too easy, yeah, right? Yeah, like is, everybody but knows. I know, but I also challenged him with like little preparation. So, Straight Guy Justin, producer, thank you so much. We love you, and you are part of our ally family, and also do better next time. Yeah, thank you. Next hour, you're going to really need to bring it, okay? Because this is <laughs> kind of, you're embarrassing me. I mean, you know, we've I mean, spent hello. three years together, me and Justin, <laughs> okay? I've, you, you didn't learn anything from me? You could have played Michaela's song, just oh saying. God, you could have played Michaela's song. <laughs> I totally set you up for that one, Justin. Michaela has songs? That's enough. Wow. Happy Pride. That's homophobic, and you know it. Listen, I've been here an hour and six minutes. I'm already causing drama in the family. Like, what's going on? Okay, Jerry Springer, calm down. Good job, Dr. James. Way to go. You're going to be the smart one in the room, okay? (laughs) You didn't know I was going to bring in the little knives, right? Zing, 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 zing. AJ goes, Well, next week's going to be very interesting for you, Michaela, because you're going to be in the room with two doctors. And I was like, I don't. I don't know what was that, that like means. backhanded like yeah he was like you're gonna chew doctor and I was like if for some reason you think I'm gonna change my personality no just because they're two Ab- doctors absolutely not no you guys are gonna be the responsible ones here uh, I'm just giving <clears throat> away the, the the LGBT news sorry uh, and I should well and it's L week right so it's you L-week. have to be you you like the pressure is on for you to rep for L week I know as a lesbian I have to make sure I'm telling all the right stories <laughs> and I'm scared you're representing well, the entire lesbian community right every now. Kayla. Single lesbian is tuned in right now, <laughs> and, and you, they want me to come in hot. Uh, yeah, well, oh, I can't say so many things it, I wanted to so say. Right, things, there's so much so right many. there. We'll just go back to it's L week, it's and LA. I think you have some stories for us and news on the beat, Michaela. What you got going on? I do, honey. You better set me up, you little genius. <laughs> oh, you've done this before. You're a tricker. You I know just exactly. Listen. I listen. You're That's a all genius. I do. Yeah. All right. Well, the sponsor of Tennessee's new laws requiring signs that warn customers. Trans shoppers can use the bathroom in their establishment and is warning small business owners that they could go to jail if they don't follow the law. Representative Tim Rudd had previously told fellow legislators that the law does not provide any fines or penalties at this point. Now he's pointing out that it would actually be a class B misdemeanor if small business owners don't post the signs within 30 days. Punishment for breaking the law would include a $500 fine and jail time. Uh, The lawmaker says he was telling the truth because the provision itself doesn't include a penalty, but it was inserted into a chapter of existing building codes that make noncompliance with smoke alarm or plumbing regulations that does have penalties. Now, the bill was almost unanimously approved by Republicans and opposed by Democrats. It was part of the slate of hate championed by the state GOP that included multiple laws meant to harm the LGBTQ community. Is that so crazy? Right, that we literally have so many anti-LGBTQ plus legislation going on that we can, we can name it the slate of hate. The and slate of hate. It's it's awful, and these things are happening in so many different states and so many places, and let alone voting rights bills and all these different things that are happening. We The work is definitely not done. We I have to it. keep working. I know it. All right, another news. President Joe Biden will visit Tulsa, Oklahoma today to mark the 100th anniversary of the Tulsa race massacre and announce new actions his administration will take to reduce the racial wealth gap as he commemorates one of the worst acts of racial violence in U.S. history. The president will deliver remarks to to remember the hundreds of black Americans who were killed by a white mob that had attacked their neighborhood and burned dozens of city blocks to the ground. He will meet with surviving members of the community, tour the Greenwood Cultural Center, and outline his administration's efforts to combat racial inequality in the nation. He's also expected to announce this morning new steps to help minority-owned businesses grow and to address racial discrimination in the housing market, according to senior administration officials. I'll tell you, 
that the Tulsa massacre, I, I'm happy is getting this attention, but I feel like it, it hasn't always. A lot of people don't oh, know what happened. Absolutely not. And that's intentional, right? So when yeah. we talk about like the, the system is sort of rigged and that, you know, the, the winners write the, the history books and all of these things like that, there's a reason why the only time we've ever bombed our own cities was this Tulsa massacre that was 100 years ago. And there's a reason why that's not taught. And I am, just like you said, Michaela, so glad that it's being taught now. And more importantly, we know our history so we don't repeat it. But also, what are we doing to fix the things and the racism that's still going on now? And trying to bridge the racial wealth gap is a huge thing that's happening. And I'm glad Biden's taking steps in the right direction. Yeah, me too, because that story is devastating. The torture that was endured, just trying to... Talk about trying to just start your own thing, Mm -hmm. get out of the way, reinvent, recreate, and to have all of that taken out as well. And then not to be able to not talk about it. And then have people be like, well, race, uh, being racist isn't real. Well, it very much is. It very much is. And as a black man, you Mm -hmm. know that. It was also illegal to teach about this for teachers in the state of Oklahoma until like 10 years ago. Oh my God. System's not rigged though. No, it's not. It's not rigged. No, system isn't rigged at all. And But what's the most important, you know, we talk about these things, knowing the history, but like I said before, what are we doing to fix things and fix this going forward? And I think the, you know, the first president to really go on the ground and acknowledge this there, but then also talk about we have to roll back things that happened in the Trump era. We have to do more to, to... You know, because the big story about this was that it really destroyed what could have been the start of some generational wealth for black families because there were so many wealthy people at the time. So how do we fix that now, you know, 100 years later? Yeah, it's so sad. All right, let's do some weather. It's going to be a high of 72 in Kansas City, 75 in L.A., 77 in New York, 104 in Vegas and 104 in Palm Springs. It's hot, honey. Now, give us a vibe of the day. I almost messed it up. Vibe of the day. Stop being a, quote, good person at the expense of your heart. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that, As a, like, person who struggled with being a people pleaser for a really long time. Listen, say it. I feel the same way. to all of you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Coming up, a terrible line of questioning uh, went down in a courtroom to a lesbian woman, and we discussed why it's so problematic, especially as we begin Pride Month. Coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, we have challenged our producer, Justin, to pull out the pride and thumbs and don't do it in a basic way. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh... I mean, basic is the word that a lot of people use for this artist. I don't. I think she's fantastic. And she stands the community. So Stuns. I mean, she stuns the community. So I meant Justin, good job. Very, very good. This yeah. is better than the C-minus you did before. Yeah, that other one was trash. This one. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. I will never call Lady Gaga trash. No, no, no. Just, that, it was just the decision making. Just the decision, no, right. No, Gaga I mean, is never. Gaga. Lady Gaga is never. <laughs> Absolutely Listen, not. Listen, we're kicking off Pride Month. And this week, we're doing really important stories about the L in our community, specifically lesbians, of course. And this story really bothered me. Uh, It was put into our group text yesterday. And I said, I have thoughts immediately uh, because I am a sexual abuse survivor. Uh, So a story is out right now um, that a woman accused a man of sexually assaulting her at a party in 2018. And they are standing trial this week. Uh, But the defendant, Kieran McNally, claims that they had consensual sex. But the woman said she could not have consented sex with him because one, she was asleep and two, she's a lesbian. And she said that she told him that she was a lesbian and that Mm -hmm. people knew that. So in questioning, uh, the defendant's attorney said, were you heterosexual at one stage? 
and bisexual at another stage. The woman did not understand what he was asking, so he said, did you prefer boys? She said, it's not that I ever preferred boys, it's just that I didn't really know what I was. Um, Which is really so problematic uh, in so many ways because I, I dated men, Mm-hmm. In the past, when I was trying to figure out what it was uh, that I wanted, what I felt comfortable with, um, I was also sexually abused. I was date raped when I was <clears throat> 20 by a man. It was not consensual. It was mm-hmm. not okay. And to have somebody use the defense, well, you used to like guys, so you <sighs> could have consented. You could have liked it. I mean, it's literally like telling a girl because she wore short shorts, Mm -hmm. she was asking for Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever sexual preference I have is none of your business and should never be used as a defense Mm -hmm. when it comes to sexual assault. It it has no bearing in the conversation, period, whatsoever. And then for, for the defense to think that this is a plausible means to try to get their defendant off is is unbelievable. I mean, when people talk about like, oh, we've done so much work and we've gotten so far, and then for someone to still think that this is something that's viable and and that you should use as a defense. First of all, we're talking about sexual assault, like sexual Above preference. Above all else, like right, what? Has where's that? Has nothing to do with it. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with it at all. And then to to sit there and ask that question: Were you heterosexual at one stage and bisexual at another? It, it has nothing to do with all of this and how incredibly trying you're going through all of this anyway. You're in a courtroom and then for someone to ask you that question yeah. when you're when you're there looking at your the, the person who assaulted you like next to you. I, I, it's it's unbelievable to me. It's already difficult. And the problem is uh, McNally's been on trial for sexual assault uh, since 2018. However, he's also being charged with failing to appear at a pretrial hearing in 2019 that was related to the case. So it, I, I'm not going to question if my if the the girl is straight or gay. I'm going to say, why didn't he show up to the pretrial? If he didn't do anything wrong, he should have been there. He should have been able to defend himself. And it's it's just a very stressful situation. They actually <clears throat> broke her so down that she needed to take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and she requested to uh, be taken off of the stand. And it's very difficult, I think, for men and women. But we're speaking about women, so that's what I'm going to specify it to. Uh to come out and admit that they were sexually assaulted. I never came out against my accuser. Um, He, a lot of women don't, especially if they uh, have money or if they think they're not going to be, you know, believed. And Mm so it's already very difficult to make the decision to come out and then, and and speak on being sexually abused. Now you're very vulnerable. You feel very naked. You feel very dirty a lot of times. And then to be told, well, were you straight? And then making excuses for what it could be. It's also very misogynistic. It's mm-hmm. also very much like, oh, well, in, you know, in its own way, like maybe maybe he just did. Maybe he just raped her. And maybe there's no other questions that need to be asked. And maybe we need to start defending women better. Yep. And, uh, you know, it also goes along the lines of, and I don't like this either, but it's because we're in the story. People will say, oh, well, you're just a lesbian because you were sexually abused. Ooh. And you're like, uh, that's also that not categorically incorrect. Totally has, incorrect. Has nothing to do with nothing it. Nothing to do with it. The fact that we're still in 2021, the primary defense is let's defame the character of right. the victim. That that's sort of where the defense leans. And they they 
leaned even more. They were, you know, the 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 accused is saying, well, she consented and was quote a willing participant in any sexual interaction. Is that and she had told people she was out already. She had told people. So yeah, they knew. Are you saying that because she's a lesbian? But then was like at a party with you or something that then that means she just consents to any sort of sex. Like, what are yeah. you getting at but here? But they were trying to say, well, that people saw you cuddling and kissing him. She said, that's a lie. It's right. a straight up lie. Never it didn't happen. Happened. However, let's also be very clear. Maybe you are making out with somebody, but maybe right. you decide I don't want to make out with you anymore and Correct. I don't want to have sex with you. Correct. And the minute that no comes out of your mouth, that's no that's means it. no. Right. Like, who can't? It's just there was a lot of excuses being made, and it just really bothers me because I feel like it's a story that we talk a lot about in our community, but we got to protect women, lesbians especially, and don't make it about their gender. It's like horrifying. Yep. And, or their sexual preference or, or you know, any of that. I, it's, it's unbelievable that this happened. Um, and that is still happening in 2021. But yeah. this is why we not only celebrate Pride, but why Pride always continuously reminds us that we have so much more work to do for everyone in the community. Absolutely. All right. Well, coming up, a city council candidate has been outed, um, but now apparently is straight, decided to fake being gay. Uh, not a story that you hear often, but we'll discuss next. Happy Pride Month. Hi. Yes. All right, so coming into Pride Month, we want to give you the best of the best stories, okay? Mm-hmm. First of all, we're going to acknowledge this song. Because so... producer Justin has made a decision that this is the, the song he wanted to come into. Uh-huh, because we challenged him. And we said, you know, it was Gaga, which was pretty good. And you started off with I'm Coming Out, of course. Yeah. As you should on the first day of Pride. Right. So the cha- what the challenge comes with is that this is the longest ramping song I don't even know history. what song this is. I actually still don't even know. Oh, wait, hold on. What I'm still drawing a blank. So here's, I feel like our elders are going to be really mad at us that we should know this song. Justin yes. says it's from 1984. I wasn't even born, Justin, okay? I wasn't even gay. <laughs> I was I, but I know it. Uh, Just, um, how do you go from Taylor Swift to this? What song is this? I, we just said gay anthems. We said I gay guess pride we did. anthems. You so know what? We, then let's be mad at ourselves, we okay? Sh- correct. We do not know our gay pride Small musical. Small town boy, Bronsky B, come on. What? Okay. I just want to say for the record, she still hasn't started singing yet. Now right, here just now. Okay. <laughs> oh right. my god. That one's going to go down great with the boss. The boss is like, "You guys just yeah. stalled for a minute so yeah. we could hear what's going on." Hear nothing. Um, yeah, that was basically nothing and silly. Um okay, well this is uh this is a big story that I think is very important during Pride Week because there are things that still just tickle me and shock me. <laughs> a city council candidate <laughs> has been outed and we don't like when people get outed no nope. we do not put do up it, with people on your own who get outed. right that's right everybody's journey is their own and this unfortunate situation uh-huh this man was outed as straight dun, dun, dun. Oh, wow. justin's there i don't have to make my own sound effects Good after job, pretending to be bisexual <laughs> to win votes <laughs> This is wild. And the straight community is not happy. Is that, not, how dare you? Well, listen. Okay, city council in Tijuana. Yeah. This is kind of, TJ's like kind of a big deal, right? So, someone running. There are twenty-eight candidates running for city council in Tijuana. By the way, right. Ten of them so far have come out in support of the LGBTQ community. Only ten, but only one of them actually lied about being a part of the community in order to possibly gain support and stature. And this, this, uh, what is his name? I lost his name. Alejandro Cabrera Acosta signed a document saying he is bisexual when, in fact, he is not. And he said, "Well, 
I, I didn't realize that I had signed it and claimed to be bisexual and that, you know, whatever. And apparently it led to a big fight with his wife. <laughs> Oh my God. Are we surprised by this? No, I'm not surprised. Right. I'm not. It's like, I want to be. Do you know what I'm saying, Dr. James? I want to be. I'm not. Yeah. I. People are wild. Uh-huh. And, and they will go to no lengths. Yeah, absolutely. To win, to get something, to like whatever. Uh-huh. I just never heard of anybody being like, I'm gay for votes and then be like psych i'm straight what's up (laughs) just kidding and it's not even like i I think this person got called out by a local lgbtq organization yeah so it wasn't as if like this person got elected and then all of a sudden they're like okay well so are you bi and married or are you like whatever like tell us the whole story like give us your journey about coming out as bi i just literally love that it says if you're not bisexual, you can't say you're a part of the LGBTQ community. <laughs> <laughs> Just like you get to be an a- a- ally, right? Yeah. You, if you're yes. one. Yes. Um, listen, honey, you can't be a part of the community. <laughs> also, does just signing a document make you bi? Well, he like, said I don't he didn't realize. No, he, he, he said he didn't realize. Oh. I do that all the time. I sign things all the time. I didn't realize. I <laughs> okay. mark off all kinds of things, apparently. This is where you lesbian. and I are going to disagree. Because, I don't you might have signed your lesbian paperwork without looking or whatever. And this is how, you know, when they yeah. turned you into oh, a lesbian. Yes. That's how that works. But, no, I am that person who annoyingly reads everything. And I take my time doing it. Listen. So, I, and you'd think someone you want to vote for for city council of a large city, right? Like, TJ's not a small place. No. Then you want <laughs> you would hope that this person would read the fine print what if it allowed him to just give away like money that he had or like you can have my car or like I just want to know how I just I want to know how this made sense in his mind like like (laughs) well he's saying he was confused he's saying he didn't know yeah no that old argument right oh I didn't know but but before he got caught was he like in his mind clearly he didn't talk this out with anybody in his mind he was like you know what I'm gonna say I'm bisexual, uh-huh. and then you know what? It's gonna I'm just help, it's then... gonna it's gonna get it right, and I'm just gonna keep it flowing and going. I'm gonna uh-huh. stay married uh-huh. to my wife. Uh-huh. I'm gonna show up to these LGBT events. Uh-huh. I'm gonna just show them what I've got. I wonder if he even got the alphabets right. Like I wonder if when he was asked, you know, he was like the L T B I Q. But more importantly, though, it's sort of. Fraud, not sort of fraud against very vulnerable communities. No, it particularly is, and it's, listen, place... it's not funny. But I love I mean, to make everything a joke, it's and it's funny, kind of but iconic. It's, yeah, to me, it's iconic. It, <laughs> I, it just it is. I'm sign sorry. a paper, become by, yeah. lie to your constituency in a place where still being queer is very, very dangerous. Like, yeah, oh, this sounds like a great plan. Yeah. yeah, and then he's like, "My wife's mad at me. I got to go home." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, honey. Sorry, babe. I guess I should have told you that before we got married, <laughs> no, but maybe, I was confused. I or before I ran for city council. I yeah, don't know. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back to the morning, yeah. Vita, honey. It's the start of Pride, and we are family. I got to tell you something very quickly. AJ's out. He's uh, he's in Mexico looking for his wedding venue, but I've got Dr. James Simmons here. And one of my best friends, is he's tuned in right now. He said, how do I do it? I got to see him yesterday after not seeing him for like a year. Right. And he is my family. Mark Seed Yay. is listening. It's so funny because sometimes when your friends listen, like we've been friends for 15 years. Uh-huh. So we get quite the kick out of like just little things. Like we really get a kick out of it. Like, oh, now I'm listening to you on the radio. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, who are these grown ups? Like, <laughs> who are these people? And he's like, uh, he's on his way to to go to work. But I just, I love it. It makes me laugh. So I wanted oh. to say hi, Marking. Happy Pride. Hello, uh, Mark, and Happy Pride and family, and all the rest of the Pride family listening. Because it's the first day of Pride I Month. Know. How amazing! And Justin did very good. We were challenging him all show to 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 give us the gay Pride anthems. And so far, overall, I think because the challenge came a little late, right? The challenge literally came like. It did. It came show. in like the seven o'clock hour. Yeah. To be fair, <laughs> we're like, okay, please do this thing. So far, you're. I would. I would pass you in my class. I yeah, like I wouldn't in. put you in. Like, I wouldn't give you like an A plus. Right. But right. This is, I mean, but you came strong with We Are Family, which is a really, you really, really good follow up to whatever stuff you played before. That I have no idea what it was. Way to represent for straight yeah, people. Nice job. All right. Speaking of straight people and what's popping, Trevor Noah and Minka Kelly went on a post breakup vacation but it's still complicated okay so first of all i would never go on a vacation (laughs) unless i was getting back together with my ex Mm. but i'm the kind of person that's not even friends with my exes i feel like when it's over yeah i'm just like we should really intimate moments and i feel like i need you to get away from me now totally the opposite person are you opposite i'm the total opposite i'm like friends with friends with exes here's what i am i'm so cheap i'd be like uh we paid for this vacation, or I mean, they both have a ton of money, so maybe it's not a thing, but yeah. I'd be like, we paid for this vacation, we're both going to go. If we need to switch rooms and get like two beds, that's fine, but I am going on this vacation. Like, we're done. If we're done, we're done, that's fine. I think it actually makes it worse that things are like complicated. Like, she moved out of his Bel Air home, but then they were seen together again, and now maybe some insiders are saying maybe they're just trying to work things out, which to me sounds like every relationship ever, But you right? know what? To be fair, too, we just spent a year in a pandemic. Like, like, they're probably trying to also navigate now not being together 24-7. Uh-huh. If they still want to be together, you're kind of bonded for life when you've been yeah. with somebody in a pod for, uh-huh. during a pandemic. Uh-huh. I mean, you're like, sure. nobody will ever share the same experiences that we shared in a time when we thought the world was coming down. <laughs> it's it's very, very true. And then, to then go back to real life. And then what does that mean? Like, is Trevor back in studio? Like, yeah. is Nico working? All these things are really sort of wrecking havoc on relationships. And it's also just, I mean, this is unfortunately what we do with celebrities, right? We get to see every single little piece of this. But tell me how many of your friends haven't, like, moved in, moved out, done all of these things, and, like, I'm going Hello, on vacation. I'm a lesbian. We move in the first day and we're done in a year. Lesbian. Are you kidding? And then are we you move kidding back me? In and... Oh my God. But lesbians are drama talk. They're drama talk. <laughs> you get, you literally start dating. And then also me, like I'm a psychopath. Uh. So in the beginning, it's been six years now, but with Lisa, I was like, that's it. It's over. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm and out. And she was like, okay. You halls on speed dial. Like, Thank let's go. Yeah. I'm moving out. Nope. Yeah. Moving back in. Yeah. Kidding. And then an hour later, I'm like, can I come back home? She's like, I never kicked you out. I'm like, great. Move over. <laughs> <laughs> We're together again. The, the, the L week, everyone. Yeah, it's the L week. Oh, my God. I am like, representing for the Ls. They're like, you guys sound insane. All right. Maybe I should just go to pansexual. Maybe I should just remove myself from lesbian uh, altogether. I, maybe. I know. They might have disowned you already. They, I think they did. Yeah. It's like the gay men and drag queens will still like deal with me. The lesbians are like, you and your weaver too much. You they're just like, got to go. You're, you're, goodbye. Please leave. Uh, well, that's that's it for the I, L I threw, week. I threw, I threw. So... <laughs> Coming up next, off. Dr. James Simmons will continue the show alone as he navigates the lesbian world without me. Dr. James Simmons, uh, cis yeah. gay guy, yeah, is navigating L Week all by it's myself. It's going to be great. See you soon, coming, Mark. I'm coming, coming over. Next on the morning beat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's the start of Pride, and we are good. I am Jersey Shore fist pumping right you now in the studio. You just got an A+. Plus. Good okay. job, Justin. Dr. James Simmons is joining us today and tomorrow, which I love the energy already. Thank you very much. You challenged our producer, Justin, uh-huh. with a great gay song. This is what he has chosen. We are not upset with this. No, I am fully here for this. So, so producer Justin, congratulations. You're doing well. I mean, you have a lot of work to do because it's Pride Month and basically you have to play a song every time we come in during all of Pride Month. But also, (laughs) thank God, the gays really showed up and the gays created a lot of songs for Uh you to choose from that are really wonderful. I love there's, it. There's a, there's more than one person who can sing in the studio. And it's <laughs> and you. It's not me. It's you, baby. Wow. Uh, listen, we're doing a lot of really great stuff for Pride this month. Kicking it off, uh, Chunky is doing something really, really cool. During Pride Month, Ralph's and Food for Less are partnering with us here at Channel Q in the Los Angeles LGBT Center to help fill the fridge for homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. All you have to do is text FRIDGE to 20357 to donate to the Los Angeles LGBT LGBT uh, Pride Pantry. Donations doubled by Ralph's and Food for Less are also happening. You know, a lot of people don't know this, and I seem to forget, too, that thousands of elderly LGBTQ seniors just don't have enough food to eat each month. And so what a difference a $25 donation to the Los Angeles LGBT Center Pride Pantry uh, could do. It's it's like so, so good. And so this is what Pride's about. Yep, it, it is what Pride is about. And supporting our community at any age, as well as taking something that is very, very tangible. Like a lot of times I think we're like, oh, what do I do with my donations? But this is quite literally feeding people, which is just sort of the foundation of like supporting other human beings, let alone our entire community. So 20357 is what you can text, right? Thank you, honey. Whoa, That's exactly right. All right, well, let's get into a little news now. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner's back in the news. She said she wants to put together a state commission to determine on a case-by-case basis if trans girls are truly trans enough to play school sports. What I would do as, as governor, I would put together a commission. Trans women can compete in the Olympics, they compete in the NCAA, but when it gets down to the high school level, there's no guide rules, there's no rules and regulations how they can. And trans women who are truly trans, who at a very young age, you know, started proper medical treatment, they've grown up as girls, of course they should be able to compete in girls' sports. But, yeah, some guy who hasn't done any therapy, hasn't done anything, there has to be a review board, and I would be the first governor to put together a review board to review each case. Such a small issue. It's like a non-issue that's out there. You know what? You're the doctor. I'm going to give you the opportunity to respond to this. Raging over here. Well, first of all, the thing I'm raging about, people are allowed to change their mind, but the thing I'm raging about is this is her third position now in six years about how she feels about this. First, she was like, yes, of course, trans people should be able to compete. She can't get it right. Whatever sport. And then she was like, no. And now she's like, well, I want a commission to determine whether or not people are truly trans. Wow, I'm sorry. No, the government does not get to decide whether or not I'm truly trans and whether or not I can compete in a sport. Oh my God, there's so it's, much wrong she's here. She's unbelievable. Oh, but then it's, if it's a boy who listen, doesn't take any hormones, oh my God, but stop I, it. But also, if that's not not only white privilege, there's still like white 
male privilege because that was her mindset for so long. And like, still is. Her life was just Clearly. so easy. Yep. And now, well, and I said that with a little hesitancy because I don't, uh, I don't want to say that Caitlyn is still coming from male mentality. But there was just a lot of white male privilege for so long, and I feel like there's a lot of misogyny mixed into that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Now saying that you're a trans woman, but not wanting to protect uh, trans rights. I but just, then maybe you are because maybe, maybe you're gonna hide you behind got this dragged. commission. And I mean, everyone has a journey, and everyone's got their thing. And um, Caitlyn will continue to hopefully grow on this and be guided in the right direction to protect our. Wow, trans that's a nice kids. way to say it. Thank you. I'm, yeah. try, I'm trying. I know, I know to you start are. Off on a Tuesday. Well, you know what? Let's get into weather. Let's get into things that we do enjoy, like how beautiful it's going to be today. Gorgeous, uh, 82 in Houston, 72 in Kansas City, 102 in Phoenix, 81 in Atlanta, 79 in Baltimore, and 72 in Buffalo. Now, give us a vibe of the day. Stop being a, quote, good person at the expense of your heart. I love that. We're just going to stick with that today because yeah. that is really sad. I feel seen. Yeah, listen. Big time. Yeah. All right, well, coming up, this is your segment. Oh, yes. Oh, what the hell? I get to do something. Oh, we're going to call Dr. James. We're going to call Dr. James Dr. Simmons <laughs> next <laughs> to talk about a look at the one mistake that helped COVID-19 kill millions. Back with Dr. James Simmons next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Yes! <laughs> this was an iconic choice. Tadra Call, a dear friend of mine. Uh-huh. Uh, helping us kick off Pride. AJ Gibson is doing something very gay. He's looking for wedding venues in Mexico right now. <laughs> so he's also kicking off Pride. Is that, I love how that that's specifically gay. Like looking for wedding venues in Mexico. Like, for a no, big we're, gay wedding. Right, big gay wedding. Well, we look good choice, by the way, on yes. big, big gay Todrick. Um, I was trying to come up with the lines for the other one that Todrick did, the mask you know, hat, hair. visor, or whatever, yeah, as, yeah, as a, hair lips, a nice segue into our what the health segment. Yeah. <laughs> well, you take this away because you tend to. I mean, you're the doctor we call to always get through these stories you have from the very beginning. And apparently there's a six-year-old scientific screw-up that helped COVID kill. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, this is really, really wild. Okay, so... We talk about things in medicine all the time. Everyone humor me a little bit. Justin and Michaela are humoring me. They're letting me be a little scientific and nerdy, but I think this is really fascinating and interesting. You'll love it. So we've been talking about droplets for the longest time, right? Like stand six feet away from folks so that these droplets that come out of your mouth won't get onto them and infect them, right, if you have COVID. Right. Well, the big difference between droplets and Airborne, so thing particles that are lighter than air and can float in the air and maybe, I don't know, travel through the air to infect you, that has been for the longest time a particular number. We've been like five microns, that's it. This is how it's done. Well, a researcher in at in Virginia Tech was like, okay, I think this is wrong and I think we're conflating this whole thing and so I need to go figure it out. And so, and I'm going to mess up her name here if I can find it again. Her name's Lindsay and I, Michaela, you can help me out with that. You can go, yeah. find, go find her name. But she she went and did all Lindsay this research. Marr. Lindsay Marr, right, Dr. Marr. Dug and dug and dug and dug and found, found out where this came from. And essentially, it was a mistake that has been misquoted and misquoted over and over and over again. And so finally, the CDC and the WHO this spring very quietly updated their guidelines to say that, yeah, COVID is aerosol. It is light enough that you don't just need droplets. It can actually hang out in the air because of Dr. Marr's research, because of her exposing this mistake that has just been repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated. And so 
the you know this was a big Wired magazine expose. But what ended up happening here is that if we would have not had this mistake, and if we would have known this information a lot sooner, we could have probably saved thousands of lives yeah. because we could have prevented the spread of COVID through the air rather than just doubling down and committing on just droplets, right? How frustrating is it for you as a doctor, knowing that there are things that could have been prevented, Ooh. but because it wasn't openly executed and spoke, they kind of just snuck in and like kind of put it in there and, and then, then we're changed like, it ah, and, uh-huh. Uh-huh. how does, I mean, cause it would frustrate me and I'm not a doctor. It, this is really, it's, it's frustrating and difficult for a lot of reasons. So this is part of the scientific process, right? So the scientific process is always evolving and changing and grow. You know, we used to bleed people to death because we thought they had bad blood, right? Like that used to be just common practice. Wow, Obviously we don't I do that anymore. That. Absolutely. And that was within the last 150 years. So science and medicine are changing and evolving constantly. So while this headline's a little bit sensationalized, the 60-year-old scientific mistake that led COVID to kill... What we've done is updated the science and we continue to learn. And I mean, I've gone on this airway and said, it's just droplets. You don't have to worry about an HVAC system because that was the science that we had at the time. While Dr. Marr and other people that were working with her last year were like, hold on, we think it's aerosolized. They went and found the mistake, updated everyone. And then since then, we've said, "Okay, we have the actual new science. Guess what? We've been wrong. It's aerosolized. And so that part for me as someone who talks about something like COVID and health in the media a lot can be really frustrating because people are like, you know what, Dr. James, you just said a month ago that X, Uh Y, and Z. But that's science and that's part of it. It does, from someone who lived on the front lines of COVID and continues to, it, it breaks my heart that we just as a species didn't know what we knew in enough time to save more people but now we do and going forward we know that we can make these recommendations to do this well uh, dr james simmons does it show that wearing the mask actually was very helpful yeah from the very beginning yeah, yeah. another thing that cdc and who quietly of course have said we probably should have updated this early on. In fact, uh, Ryan from Let's Go There called me out on this uh, several several months ago, and he was like, "You told us not to wear a mask early on," and I was like, "You are right," because we didn't we didn't think that COVID was heavy enough to require wearing a mask to. Sp- Spread across the room to someone. Yeah. And then as we learned, remember this virus is new. It didn't exist even less than two years ago. Right. So as we learned more, we were like, okay, hold on. You know what? Yeah, maybe we should wear a mask just to be safe. And then we learned that the masks actually are like the number one thing that are really protecting you. And that's why I think you have to have people like me and public health folks and other nurses and physicians and everyone who are willing to say the science gets updated. We don't always know everything. We're going to give you the best information that we have and continually update you. Yeah. along the way. I love that. Well, we're going to continue this conversation, Dr. James Simmons, because something super interesting came up this weekend with a group of my girlfriends. Um, and it's talking about how um, the story was that my friend, who was a female, transitioned to, to be a man, but the testosterone affected his... Um, how he felt about men Mm. and we didn't ever think this could happen but it's quite common in the lesbian world we're going to discuss and break it down with you coming up next okay so this is very interesting first of all i got the wrong headphones on i couldn't even hear the song you're like what's going on where am i james is laughing in silence i can't hear him wait (laughs) this is good Uh uh-huh this is a good one this is lisa's favorite movie is it really yeah my girlfriend lisa Thousands. Oh, no, we're not supposed to sing on the radio. So the listen, 
Are we not? I sing all the time. I know, but you are a singer. Yeah, but are <laughs> you we? Are is it artiste. just like against the law? No, no, it's not against radio the law. law? I, I think the boss once told me, James, don't stop, sing. Stop, stop, stop. He just told radio. you personally? Just, well, no, like, I think everyone should hey, tell me to not he was sing like, hey, ever. James, uh, part of the rule here at, uh, at, at Odyssey is hosts <laughs> are not actually allowed to sing. Uh, particularly Meanwhile, those who I'm like, can't. Yes, because I also think I can sing, but I kind of know I can't. Oh, love so then I also like really go for it, and then it's like I, I really commit. Like that. But it's horrible, right? No. Like you want me at karaoke because I'm the funniest yes. person who will let you're like James is horrible, but also I can't stop listening. I'm bringing to my him. I'm bringing my um, microphone tomorrow. Oh please, yes, let's sing karaoke. And then I'm going karaoke. We have to grade Justin because throughout the entire show, if you're just tuning in, uh, so so producer Justin, had, we tasked him <laughs> with the the. Uh, please find us pride anthems as we come in, out of every single break. And he's please. done, he was like C plus B minus for a while there, then jumped to an A. This one I'm going to bring back because- Okay, I'm, I'm, are there I'm, reasons? I'm downgrading this one just a little bit because when I think pride anthem, I need to be like dancing and fun and whatever. And This, this one just like crying. Yeah, this you, is like you maybe- You can't be up constantly after over six hours or 12 hours. <laughs> hours. You haven't partied uh, with there us. You don't know. Are you sure, Justin? Or this is you maybe like- get drinks. It's 3 a.m. in the bar and you're crying. You've had a little. You've been a little bit overserved during Pride, and then a this comes bit. on. Then you cry. I see where you're going, Justin. Yeah, All I right. get it. All right, uh-huh. that's nice. All right, well, listen. Uh, kicking off Pride, I, I saw some of my lesbian girlfriends this weekend. I was so excited to see them, but a really interesting topic came up that I think you could really um, discuss well. So, uh, my friend started dating a trans man, mm-hmm. but my tr- but. Uh, the trans man started taking testosterone Mm -hmm. and noticed that they had to get off the testosterone because it started making him have feelings for other men. Even though Mm. he lived as a lesbian his whole life, attracted to women, wanted to be with women. And I was like, wow, could you imagine? And then my friends were like, no, this is very common, especially Mm -hmm. for trans men. Mm -hmm. Once they take the testosterone, is it like a scientific, like when you're gay, you're gay, so you just automatically start being attracted to then your same sex? What is it? Good question. So what's up? Isn't that, isn't this kind of wild? So very much individuals in the trans community, this is really pretty common. Right. Like like it's sort of a known. Right. Like even you were saying, Lisa was like, yeah, you didn't know this or whatever. But you're like, "Uh, it's news to me. So here's the thing I loved from our previous conversation, like science is fluid, just like sexuality, just like we're learning gender. Right. We're start. We've this has been going on for all of humanity, but we're accepting it now more. So sexuality is fluid. This is not something that just is like static and this is how you're born and this is it. Mm -hmm. Regardless of your gender identity, um, if you're transitioning or not, hormones, etc. We know we have a pretty good idea in science that we think that hormones play a large role in this. We can't quite prove it yet. But what tends to happen with trans individuals is that when they are sort of deeper into their hormone process, they start to as many as 40% of trans men in particular wow. start to develop some sexual desires for individuals that they hadn't before. Now, what I think is really interesting about this is the sci- the studies have only researched small numbers of people, right? The largest study I could find was 507 individuals, and it was about 30% of those individuals started to have sexual feelings towards a gender that they had never had before, but they only looked at it in the gender binary, So there was no real information about our trans folks who might also identify as maybe non-binary or genderqueer. 
be attracted to other gender, non-binary, and genderqueer folks, right? They just looked at the binary, which I thought was kind of sort of a big miss, right? <laughs> like yeah, kind of. Clearly, these studies were done probably by cisgender people, right, who like right. weren't fully thinking. But I do think this is a really fascinating thing that so many people don't understand as a part of many people's transitioning process. That's wild. Okay, so what would you suggest? Because, uh, listen, I, I think that... Um, living your way living a, a life one way and then transitioning that's mm-hmm. that's a lot yeah. right for your mind really and it's beautiful yeah. and they're so brave Wonderful. but that's a lot yeah. then you're on testosterone and all of a sudden you like start having feelings for men which you've never had ever mm-hmm. and you're like ooh gotta pull this back because I don't want to do this what part does the testosterone play when you're a trans man and do you kind of need it well, and that, see, the, I love this question as well, Michaela, because so many people, you know, we know a lot of folks, particularly politically, when they're talking about individuals transitioning, they immediately go to surgery, right? There are thousands, hundreds of thousands of trans individuals who never have surgery, ever. There are also thousands of trans individuals who actually never go on or no one really completes hormone therapy. You're sort of on it for life. But you, no one, people that don't go through that whole process, those people are still trans, right? right? So I think it's important that to acknowledge like whether or not you're on hormones, whether or not any sort of surgery is in the plan for you doesn't make you any more or less trans. It doesn't make you any more or less who you are. And so your friend is still a, a transmasculine person whether whomever they're attracted to and if they're like I don't like these attractions or this is something that I'm not ready to handle yet like I'm going to pull off of the the hormones as well. So I also think that people will sometimes experience once they go through hormones even longer that those sexual uh, attraction feelings will sort of settle out eventually. Yeah, that's going to be a lot. Well, it does just go back to Caitlin's commission, uh, which she was talking about all the BS and you're why trying it's... to piss me off. No, uh, this is what you're no. intentionally welcome, guest co-host. Let me tell you something. Caitlyn Jenner is going to form a commission about whether you... people are truly trans or not. Listen to me. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to ask that question. So, so producer <laughs> so, Justin, so producer held up Justin. a question and he said, "Ask." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> And he was like, you better That's ask gonna right James now. Off if you don't ask and he was question. like, if you don't do it, I'm going to sh- shut your mic off. <laughs> it is L week, though, so you get to trump so-so producer Justin whenever you want. Oh, I do get to trump you. What? Pun intended. <laughs> Pun intended. Melania. Hello, it's me, Melania. <laughs> Welcome back to the morning beat. <laughs> This is beautiful. What a way to bring us the in. The Serenity Hour podcast. Yes. We're so good. I mean, the qualifications were. So if you're just tuning in. Uh, Say I'm, it, James. I am Michaela Gordon. That is AJ Gibson. And <laughs> so-so producer Justin has been tasked with finding iconic, and I use that word on, on purpose, iconic songs to celebrate pride every time we come out of a break. And while the song is doesn't make us think pride, she is an icon for our she community. She is an icon. So, yes, Justin. Do you want to hear a fun fact? A lot of people don't know this. Please. I opened up for Cindy Lauper <gasps> when I was six years old what? at Vegas Pride. No, you did yes, not. Yes, I did. Wow. Yes, I did. And I was like, I'm you guys a star. Are besties? Uh, no, she doesn't remember me. But um, I remember. <laughs> ah, and course. that's what matters. And that, that is what matters. There's a picture of this somewhere. 
We corroborate. Yeah, there's a picture of my mom. I don't know why she put cigarettes in my sleeve and like rolled them up. Like it was a whole like look. It was like I was serving like <laughs> 1950s boy. It was like, but I was six. I grew up in a very weird childhood. I also love it. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Okay, so listen to this. Michael Cohen is revealing what Donald Trump really thinks about the LGBTQ community. Uh, the former fixer. Uh, he said that Trump doesn't care if you're LGBTQ because you don't mean anything to him. He's basically repulsed by the community. By the community, uh, we have some audio if you want to listen to that. He he doesn't he doesn't care about the community. In fact, he's basically repulsed by the community. You know, and then he'll say, "Oh, you know, a friend of mine has a son who's gay, and you know, uh, he's really rich, and his father hates it." And so it's not true. I happen to know the family. The father doesn't hate it. Now, would the father prefer him to be, um, you know, heterosexual? I don't know. I never asked him. Maybe. Yes. No. I don't know. It's none of my business. It's between them. But Trump then puts himself into the dead center. He doesn't have any regard for anyone. He doesn't care if you're black. Right. He doesn't like you. He doesn't care if you if you're white. He doesn't like you really either. Unless, of course, you're a Trump supporter. Right. He doesn't care if you're LGBTQ because you don't mean anything to him. You don't mean anything to him. <laughs> so there's so, so many things. He think, you know what? He doesn't like black people. doesn't like white people. doesn't like LGBTQ <laughs> well, people. It, it, also, I love Michael Cohen trying to like sort of be politically correct. He's like, well, I'm sure he would wish his son was, um, uh, I guess, heterosexual. Like, yeah. okay, good job, Michael Cohen, I guess. Also, he's describing the traits of a diagnosable narcissist. Like, a when you don't care percent. about anyone else unless they're like supporting you or whatever. And we know that there are so, so, so many lies with this. We sort of know how Trump feels about the community, even though his daughter likes to claim otherwise. I know what my father believes in. Prior to politics, he supported gays, lesbians, the LGBTQIA plus community. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. LGBTQIA. I'm just going to pick some random letters from the alphabet. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. You guys don't get it, okay? He supports the LGBTQ community. Okay? If you don't remember, that was Tiffany Trump from, I think, Florida, Log Cabin, Florida Republicans or something. The gay pride, Trump pride rally. Oh, there was a Trump pride rally. Yeah, don't you remember that? They had a Trump pride rally. But, like, Trump wasn't there. No, no, he sent in Tiffany. He sent in who Tiffany. He hasn't talked to in a thousand. He didn't even send like the kids that he always talks to. He's like, you know what, Tiff? Tiff can handle go this. Go out there. She like go comes out, from the party. Gay. This is why, right? She was maybe. Well, I can't say. All right. Whatever. We don't know. I got to be careful. Uh, well, it's because her mom's like Marla Maples, maybe because she's like, oh, like all hippy dippy and cool. She's like, that's the one we'll send out, Marla <laughs> Maples kid. <laughs> Because uh, <laughs> also the baby guys know who Marla Marble, yeah, Maple yeah, is. Yeah, they totally like, oh, do. Right. <laughs> All right, well, coming up at our final hour, we're joined with Doc Halligan to discuss pet weight loss, what you need to know as we go into the summer. Coming up next. Welcome back to the morning beat. What? <laughs> Michaela can't even get she can't even get into the segment right now. But um, what is this? Chelsea. My my soccer team, Chelsea, won the oh, Champions League. I'm showing pride to them. Wow. Justin, why would you make this? This is such a white cis hetero thing to do. So, oh. so, so producer Justin, cis het oh white guy, just all right, all right. took over pride. Okay, right, we get one month. We get one month. We're taking it from the top. We're taking it from the top. Actually, as a sports fan, 
congratulations to all the Chelsea fans. So that Thank was a, you. That was great. That was not huge. Do, no, I'm not doing this no, with you either, no, Dr. Okay. James. <laughs> Don't you turn on me. Welcome back to the Morning Beat, where everything that just happened didn't. Didn't happen. We're coming in with this hot tune. Yes, I love it. For the beginning of Pride. <laughs> <laughs> we're gay, and we're so happy to be gay. I'm so happy to have you, Dr. James Simmons. Uh, it's very difficult for people to keep up with me, kind of because I'm all over the place. Mm-hmm. You were incredible. I, well, <laughs> thank you. Incri- you just, wherever I, I take us, you're like, and that's where I'm we're like, going. And we're following. I, you're a good I'm, improv actor. I'm here for all of this. Thank you very much. Lots of yes ands. Right? Oh, just, did you take improv? It's really all about listening. Uh, I also, I have to give a shout out to Allie Johnson, who used to be on the airways here at Channel Q, but she's still a member of the family. I think yeah. Allie had to put up with me doing this oh. when my guest co-hosted with her. Like, she was like, you dudes, you're all over the place. I don't so, think so at all. <laughs> well, coming <thank> from me. <laughs> AJ, I'm coming for your job. I know, AJ, be sorry. careful, honey. All right, well, we have a great final hour for you. Doc Halligan is joining us to discuss pet to weight loss. It's a really important conversation. And then, of course, you know, we like to end our show with uh, a really good story. Uh, This one involves a drag queen accepting her diploma for dental school, but you won't believe her drag name. It is hysterical. (laughs) Amazing. Um, That's an excellent tease because it's going to pay off. Y'all have to stay tuned for that. It's awesome. Yes, you will. So for now, we'll give you a little news on the beat. Uh, The sponsor of Tennessee's new law requiring signs that warn customers trans shoppers can use the bathroom in their establishment is warning small business owners they could go to jail if they don't follow the law. Representative Tim Rudd had previously told fellow legislators that the law does not provide any fines or penalties at this point. Now he's pointing out that it would actually be a Class B misdemeanor if small business owners don't post the signs within 30 days. Punishment for breaking the law would include a $500 fine and jail time. Uh, The lawmaker says he was telling the truth because the provision itself doesn't include a penalty, but it was inserted into a chapter of existing building codes that make noncompliance with smoke alarm or plumbing regulations that does have penalties. The bill was almost unanimously approved by Republicans and opposed by Democrats. It was part of the slate of hate championed by the state GOP that included multiple laws meant to harm the LGBTQ community. Wow, you can go to jail or pay fines if you don't post a sign. Yeah. That says that trans people are allowed to use the bathroom that they should be using? That they should just be able to use. Got it. So if you're wondering why we celebrate Pride Month, we love glitter. We also love our trans brothers and sisters. We also love and love our rights. Yeah, and like like to just like be normal. Like to just like go to the bathroom without fear of retribution. Yeah, it's awful. All right, rounding out news on the beat this morning. Texas has become the next battleground in the voting rights fight. After state Democrats successfully derailed a restrictive voting bill, legislatures walked off the state house floor late Sunday night, leaving majority Republicans (laughs) without the quorum they needed to approve the bill before a midnight deadline. The bill would make mail-in voting more difficult, ban early voting on Sunday mornings, and prohibit local election officials from sending out absentee ballot applications to anyone who has not requested one. The measure may be dead for now, but Governor Greg Abbott made it clear the issue will be top of mind during the next legislative session. States like Georgia and Florida have already passed similarly restrictive voting measures based on falsehoods promoted by former President Trump that the outcome of the 2020 election was somehow They also, as a part of this bill that thankfully has died for now, they were going to make people prove, uh, like in four different ways, their uh, 
different ability status, their disability status. Yeah. So some people are like, I can't physically or for whatever reason go to a polling place or go during these very small hours that you're going to allow me to vote. And they were saying, oh, okay, well, great. If that's a thing for you, then you have to prove to us three or four different ways that sh- how truly disabled you are. I feel like that's a theme for the show. Yeah. Caitlyn Jenner wants to prove how truly trans people are. And now the voters are, are you know, Republican lawmakers in Texas were saying you have to prove to us that you're disabled to get an absentee yeah. ballot. It's, it's nuts. Super American. Yeah. Right? That's the American that way to protect us. voting rights. Unbelievable. All right, let's do a little web. It's going to be a high of 70 in Buffalo, 70 in Chicago, 97 in Sacramento, 104 in Indio, and 104 in Cathedral City. Now give us a vibe of the day. Listen, y'all, stop being a, quote, good person at the expense of your own heart. Yeah. Just be a good I person. And then also tell people, no. Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Love just say yourself. no. Sometimes it's okay. Just say no. You just love yourself. Knows the you, yes. All right, coming up, 36, 36% of dogs gained weight during the pandemic. Uh, find out what you need to know about your canines with Doc Halligan coming up next. Welcome back to the moment, baby. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's the 9 o'clock hour we so- when I'm no longer professional. Okay, Hi. this is This amazing. is a bop. Oh, I love this song. So the bops. Okay, Justin. There we go. Justin Ben. Yeah, when so, Justin acts right, I like to call him Justin. Justin. Can I can I tell you really quick my 10 second um CC Peniston story? You have so I'm 10 drunk, seconds. I'm drunk at a party dancing to this song. I decide to DM her on Instagram and send her a video of me dancing to this song and she wrote me back. Stop it! She said, yes, get it, sis. <laughs> We love CC. That's so fun. All right. Well, listen, we've had a great show. I've had so much fun with you, Dr. James Simmons. Yeah, it is time fun. for you to go now. Um, it's no, okay. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, we, we no, have had a little bit too much fun. We've had too much fun. The boss was like, knock it uh, off. You the two. boss said, stop laughing. Uh, no, we're about to have more fun because Doc Halligan is joining us right now. We love Doc Halligan to talk about pet weight loss. All of us kind of feel like we gained a little bit of weight during the pandemic, or maybe we lost weight. Maybe depending on your body, you weren't able sure. to, your body fluctuated. Yeah. Well, our little dogs are fat. So what do we do? <laughs> I think that's the best question. Just set it up <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, dog, just tell us. Well, uh, doggy Weight Watchers, okay? That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is there an app for that? No. Um, uh, it's so sad because uh, I would say over half of pets gained weight during uh, COVID. So we, we are seeing that just like with people and, you know, because they weren't walking them, right? And then they weren't allowed to go to the dog parks. And then, of course, the dogs are staring at you all day long while you're eating. So, you know, animals took in more calories and their exercise was less and there you go. So in order to make them lose weight, I always tell people they don't realize canned food is 75% water. Dog food, that's canned. Cat food, that's canned. It's all water. So if you want your pet to lose weight, the easiest thing is to feed them canned food, cut way back on the dry food, which is only 10% water, and that's a real easy way to cut the calories going into your dog or cat. I would have thought this completely opposite. I would have thought like, oh, the canned food's super rich and it's got all these calories and all this stuff in it. Like, wow, who knew? Doc Halligan knows everything. Well, I have a, that's really great advice. But if you have two dogs, Mm -hmm. my one dog, also if you have any questions, please interrupt me. But my one dog, Rocco, 
eats Bruno's food. Bruno eats slower, so he mm-hmm. likes to mm-hmm. eat Bruno's food because mm-hmm. he's fat and he has no boundaries. So what <laughs> yes. do we do? Even if I yes. cut the food back, I'm like, well, you have to you have to separate their where they eat because it's normal for animals to have competition over the food. Mm. That's completely normal. I mean, I have clients that their dog barely eats, right? And they're just, and they get another dog, and oh boy. Then their dog starts overeating because it's a it's a genetic thing. They're hardwired to compete for food, so you have to separate where you feed them. And um, you know, it's tough love. You know, pets should you should put the food down, and within a half an hour, they should eat it, and then you pick it up. You know, people go just they just agonize over this uh-huh. thing with the food. Food is sustenance to survive for a dog or cat. It's not like, well, today I want uh, McDonald's. Right. They don't think like that. They don't have the yeah, like emotional have... connections to the no, food that, that no we do. No emotional connection and like I, we I f- do. I feel like the emotions too. One of the things that that this article is saying why dogs gain so much weight too is because we fed them too many treats and I, I yes. this made me think I think there was something about when I was feeling down and depressed or stressed or anxious or whatever like I want comfort from my dog and I want my dog to comfort me so I'm going to give my dog yeah. a treat so my dog will pay attention yeah. to me so that I was overfeeding our little guy did not gain weight because he's crazy he's like an Italian grandmother right, right I'm like I'm going to feed this animal so that it loves, loves me. me like it was my emotions uh, that caused yeah. the dog you know what I mean yes yes Le- and treats should be less than 10% of their daily intake. And a treat <laughs> is a treat. It's like one treat, not, Whoops. not 10 treats. See, people get that uh. wrong, you know. And I mean, look at I'm guilty too. You know, it feels good to give them something that they absolutely love. And then, you know, but they did a study that showed that pets would rather be loved and exercised over the food when given the choice, see? So that is in our mind Hmm. that that's, you know, loving them with food leads to uh, increased weight gain, which shortens their lifespan. Dogs and cats that are overweight have a 30% decreased lifespan. So if that isn't enough motivation for you to get out there and help them lose that weight, I don't know what is, right? So, well, I mean, that is a beautiful motivation. And then I guess yeah. we can get out. Now that the weather's pretty nice everywhere yeah. around the country, right? We can all get out and walk, walk, Yeah, we fine. can walk more. Listen, <sighs> but is there an alternative? Because Lisa's mother is obsessed with giving the dogs carrots. And we're like, listen. Yeah. Okay, here's an alternative. You could do some raw green beans. Carrots have a lot of vitamin A in it. And you could, so you could do like some raw green beans. Cut those up into little tiny pieces. And you can do that. That has a lot of fiber in it. Um, you know, that's a good way to, to be able to supplement and not overfeed the pets, you know. But you really do have to – this is a people thing because the pets can't go in and make themselves a ham and cheese sandwich at night. Have you met All my right? dog? So, I'm just saying. Yeah, I have, and I hope that if they can, I want to meet him. But, you know, come on, guys. This is not their fault. This is Absolutely. our fault. So be a responsible pet parent and help them lose the weight. I, I love, love it. it. Well, Doc Halligan, we appreciate you so much, Absolutely. as always. For more, go to DocHalligan.com and download uh, your podcast at uh, Unleashed, wherever you can download a podcast. We appreciate you so much. Thank Have a great you, rest Doc of your Halligan. week. Okay, you too. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. Well, coming up, we kick off L Week for Pride Month on how an insane question faced by most lesbians was brought into a courtroom. And we have that coming up for you next. Tell me something good. Oh. Welcome back to the morning, B. 
Why did I, I do that? Why I did I do that? Because I sort of love it. Because we got a cookie, we're in cookie, cookie mood here. No, because somebody was on. Oh, welcome back, James. <laughs> welcome the Price back. is Right. Uh, I bet you that song's copyrighted. I probably can't do more of it. I oh, also okay. was about to drag Justin for not having a gay anthem coming into this, but then, but you then didn't I know forgot. This is our segment. It's not your fault. <laughs> like, it's day one. Tell me something. You're actually obligated to pay, play that one. At oh, the, okay. At that yeah, segment. yeah right. it's it's actually what we I we have to do. Like you to keep your job, Justin. So. That is so nice That's of you, James. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, okay, in our final segment, tell me something good. This story we like to share some of our feel-good stories. I'm going to tell you one about a drag queen who accepted her diploma uh, as her drag queen name. She went up in full drag, and they uh, they said, "Congratulations, Ruth Canal." <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. The graduation video was docked on TikTok. And um, it's the the video of her going to accept her uh, diploma, of course. But the follow-up video is of a drunk Ruth Canal later that evening, sprawled in a construction site with filthy feet and her graduation gown hiked up to her waist as she chows down on late night food. I'm obsessed with- Wait, wait, wait. You got to finish that part though, Michaela. As she chows down on late night food oh, oh, and, and someone sings. in the back na- background is singing, I, I dreamed, dreamed a dream. dream. I think we have audio. <laughs> we don't have audio. Okay, but oh, how stupid is that? Justin, you're fired. That's it's Justin, actually it's amazing. Of course you would accept your diploma as Ruth Canal. Canal it's from iconic. dental, like dental school, dental university, whatever, not to, you know, put it down. And then you're still in drag, laying on the floor, eating whatever, while your friend sings, I dreamed a dream. Like, best graduation day ever. This is hilarious. Well, also, uh, she went to the Temple University, Cumberg, um, uh, School of Dentistry. So it says, Jacob A. Dockery, Doctor of Dental Medicine. Cumberg was so fetch. <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch work. Stop making fetch a thing. Okay, do you have a story for us you I want do. to share? I do. This one, except I haven't read through all of them, but I just love the the headline of this, and we can go with it. Drunk man exchanges wholesome texts with an aquarium educator. Stop. Like, if you're going to randomly- What does that mean? Accidentally, I think this person accidentally drunk texted someone, and then it turned into like a whole conversation about like- History and aquariums and oh like, my god, like they're <laughs> so sweet, right? Isn't that great? I, I, it sort of makes me just want to start like randomly texting people, like not uh, drunk, just like re- text random text a number, see what happens. Wait, this is so funny. The text exchange ends with "Thank you so much for all your answers. My wife should be happy. I drunk text aquariums and not other women." And then the aquarium educator says, "Of course. Thank you for all of your fun questions. Your wife is a turtly lucky lady." <laughs> it's oh bad, bad it's pun so day pure. here on the morning beat. Wait, it's so pure. <laughs> is it right? Thank you, Justin. It's so pure. A turtly lucky. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's ripe. That is fantastic. Okay, but the questions are just what is there something unique to the low country that those who study marine life are fascinated by on what subjects do marine biologists disagree there must be things generally agreed upon but what theories are currently being debated also why do seahorses grab anything they can with their prehensile tail prehensile tail the fact that it was like rapid fire questioning right. and that he could say prehensile and spell it correctly by and the way drunk. drunk I couldn't say it sober and then she literally just responds she's like seahorses like to use their tails to oh hold on because they aren't very good swimmers and they, like she like legit is answer. Or I say she who knows the aquarium educator is like legit answering these questions and I, I am here for all of this what a what a tell me something good what a way to story. end the day let's end yeah. on that story because it's so pure and wholesome also uh, what's also pure and wholesome and so great is something 
something that Channel Q is doing with Ralph's and Food for Less. They're partnering together and the uh, Los Angeles LGBTQ Center to help fill the fridge for homeless LGBT youth and seniors in need. All you have to do is text FRIDGE to 20357 to donate to the Los Angeles LGBTQ uh, pantry. Donations doubled by Ralph's and Food for Less are happening. A lot of people don't know this, but thousands of elderly LGBTQ seniors just don't have enough food to eat each month. And you can make such a huge difference. Just go to 20357 and donate. Uh, you can donate up to an entire week's worth of groceries. Uh, and I think that's so amazing. It's very, very important. So please do that if you can, if you get a couple extra bucks. It's a, it's amazing. You can literally be celebrating Pride and helping out the community just texting the word fridge to 20357. Amazing. amazing. So cool. All right. Well, that's the end of our show. Dr. James Ooh, Jimmons, you were so great. You're going to be back with us tomorrow. Sure am. We have great content for you as we are heading into our second day of Pride. As always, wash your hands, wear your masks. You want to say anything else? Oh, no. that's amazing. No, I don't have an out, but I'll come up with one for tomorrow. Okay, think of yeah. one for tomorrow. I'll be like, be fabulous. And oh, okay. I'm, I'm tugging my ear like Carol Burnett right now, but yeah, that's but your mom bad, can't see because she's at her assisted no. living and she's well, probably on a golf cart right now. She's on a cruise ship right now. <laughs> a land cruise, I can't. <laughs> Bowling. <laughs> have a great rest of your day. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.